Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. Welcome to the all new True Crime Never Sleeps podcast with your host, Larry Lease. Join us every week this season as we dive into the life and crimes of serial killers. From the butcher baker, Robert Hansen, to the Golden State Killer, Joseph D'Angelo. Welcome to the newest episode of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. I'm your host, Larry Leaf, from TrueCrimeNeverSleeps.com. Join us this season as we take a dive into the world of serial killers. From their upbringing to their crimes. This week we are diving into the world of serial killers and looking at the life and crimes of Henry Lee Lucas, also known as the Confession Killer. Henry Lee Lucas was a murderer born August 23, 1936, in Blacksburg, Virginia. Born to alcoholic parents, including a mother who prostituted herself, Lucas's sexual deviancy formed in his teen years. In 1960, he was sentenced for the murder of his mother, but was later paroled in 1970. Lucas went back to jail for the attempted kidnapping of a 15-year-old girl. He was once again released in 1975, later killing two more women and eventually being arrested in 1983. He confessed to murdering hundreds of people, though no proof exists 
beyond three known victims. Lucas sat on death row, which, but was later changed to life in prison thanks to Texas Governor George W. Bush. He died in a Texas prison from natural causes on March 12, 2001. Henry Lee Lucas endured a monstrous and unspeakable abuse as a child at the hands of his alcoholic mother, Viola Law. His father, named Anderson, but nicknamed No Legs because he lost both in a railroad accident, made bootleg whiskey and sold pencils on Blacksburg, Virginia street corners. Meanwhile, Viola turned tricks in their single-bedroom cabin. Viola beat Henry viciously from a very young age. When he was around nine years old, he got stabbed in the eye with a stick by his brother. His mother refused to take him to a doctor. He only got medical attention when a schoolteacher noticed. But the infection was so pronounced, he lost the eye, and it was later replaced by a glass one. Another time, a teacher gave Henry a pair of shoes after noticing he was coming to school barefoot. When he returned home, his mother was very angry at him for accepting charity. He beat him sadistically and threw away the shoes. She also frequently forced Henry to go to school dressed as a girl. But after teachers complained to law enforcement, the courts ordered Viola to stop. Worse, Viola would often force Henry and her own husband to watch her prostitute herself in their two-room cabin. By age 10, Henry was an alcoholic. He was sexually abused regularly by an older stepbrother and had developed a sick fascination with bestiality and rape. Finally, Anderson decided he could not take any more. He rolled his wheelchair into the snow, dropped, laid there, and froze to death rather than spend one more day with his cruel wife. Lucas spent his teen years in and out of jail. In March 1960, he was sentenced to 20 to 40 years in prison for murdering his mother. He was sentenced to Jackson State Penitentiary in southern Michigan, but after two attempted suicide, he was admitted to Ionia State Mental Hospital. He was later paroled in 1970 after serving only 10 years. If you enjoy the true crime stories featured on this podcast, please consider supporting us by buying us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com forward slash TCNS. Your support helps us grow the show. Thank you for being a listener and supporter of the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. Lucas's life of crime began in the 1950s. Lucas left home around 1951 and was living with another stepbrother, Harry Waugh, at the foot of the Blue Ridge Mountains near Lindhurst, Virginia, when on May 13, 1954, the unnamed 17-year-old Augusta County youth was stopped on a traffic violation in Waynesboro by Officer R.L. Stover. A check of his car revealed money, a coat, and keys, all believed to be stolen. Lucas claimed that the stolen car was his brother's, but which was found to be false. This led to a series of charges, including breaking and entering and car theft. An article in the May 19, 1954, Waynesboro News, Virginian, reported also that the youth had spent some time in an industrial school and also faces breaking and entering charges in Staunton and Augusta County. According to the June 28, 1954, Virginia Penitentiary Admittance Ledger, Lucas was not sentenced for any break-ins in Staunton or Augusta. However, he was found guilty of statutory burglary in Waynesboro Juvenile Relations Court. 
Later sentenced to two years as prisoner number 65971. He was not a good inmate at first. After two unsuccessful escape attempts from a road crew in 1957 on September 14th, Virginia extended his sentence to two more years and he was finally released September 2nd, 1959. After his Virginia release, Lucas went to his older stepsister Opal's home in Tecumusa, Michigan. On January 2nd, 1961, his 68-year-old mother showed up, demanding he return to Blacksburg to care for her in her old age. Refusing, they got into a fight and he fatally stabbed her in the neck. After a failed marriage to Becky Crawford, whose three young stepdaughters he molested, and after serving another four years in Michigan for the attempted kidnapping of a 14-year-old girl, Lucas was released in August 1975. He stayed briefly in Perryville, Maryland, with his stepsister and her husband. He worked numerous odd jobs, including as a car mechanic and a line worker at the Kaolin Mushroom Company in Pennsylvania. And this is when things started getting worse. Around February 10, 1979, Lucas met a sadistic drifter named Otis Toole on a mission in Jacksonville, Florida. And together with his mentally disabled niece, Frida Powell, they left Florida on June 1st, 1981, and traveled over a year doing odd jobs across multiple states. In August 1982, Lucas killed and dismembered Powell after claiming she ran off with a truck driver. Then in September, killed a former employer named Kate Rich in Ringgold, Texas. After being arrested in June 1983, Lucas began, began confessing to dozens of murders. Some were so outlandish they were dismissed as hoaxes by the media and Texas police. However, he was still flown from state to state to meet with detectives and police. They would then use his dubious and coached confessions to prematurely close the books on hundreds of inactive murders. He even confessed to murdering two Texas women on September 12th and 28th. 1981, despite records showing he was held in the Cecil County, Maryland jail for stealing a truck belonging to his brother-in-law. Lucas's confessions continued to increase the longer he remained in police custody. While he first admitted to three murders, that of his mother and Kate Ridge, that number soon swelled to 77. Then on June 22nd, when talking to Williamson County, Texas Sheriff Boutwell, that increased to 156. His final estimate was just over 600 murders. Unfortunately, when Lucas was confessing to hundreds of murders, those with custody of Lucas did nothing to bring an end to his hoax. Maddox wrote of other states' law enforcement personnel who were just trying to close cold cases. Even as evidence of the hoax mounted, they continued to insist that Lucas had murdered hundreds of persons. Lucas even confessed to crimes everyone knew he had no hand in, disclosed the disappearances of Jimmy Hoffa, and delivering poison to Jim Jones's People's Temple in Guyana. The Dallas police presented him with ten fictitious murders, and Lucas confessed to all ten of them. Still, he was escorted around the country and fed steaks and milkshakes in return for his confessions. Lucas was eventually convicted of eleven murders and sentenced to death. The murdered victim was known only at the time as Orange Socks, as that was all she was wearing when found. In 2019, it was determined her name was Deborah Jackson. Lucas eventually became a born-again Christian, which convinced Governor George Bush to commute his sentence to life in prison. Lucas died of heart failure in prison on March 12, 2001. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.